Another day has come and gone, and another helping of Athletic Greens has been ingested by me. Me too. You can see the glow. Look at the glow oh, in my face. Oh, you are glowing. Look, I'm I mean glowing, glowing. I'm matching my shirt, which is a nice salmon color. Why? <laughs> well, because with one scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, aptogens, all of that, that's how I start my day. Me and too. then I just glow from there. I guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. One scoop, shake, and down. Boom. And this is not just the laser that I have used on my face. I am shiny no. because of Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues. I'm glad we met him after all that and ended up on a complicated <laughs> supplement routine to recover. Cost him $100 a day. That is not at all what any of this is about. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So mm-hmm. right now it's time to reclaim your health and do it with daddy issues. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues, athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues, and take ownership of your health. Hey, who doesn't love a good treasure hunt? especially one filled with exciting twists, turns, and plenty of thrilling outdoor adventure. New podcast from Cavalry Audio, X marks the spot. The legend of Forrest Fenn has all of it and so much more. Now, if you don't know the name Forrest Fenn, well, let me fill you in. Fenn was an art dealer from New Mexico who hid $2 million in gold and jewels somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Then he published a poem giving exact instructions on how to find it but only if you were clever enough to figure the poem out. After, it turns out, someone was clever enough. The treasure was found in the summer of 2020. And amazingly, that was just the beginning of this truly exceptional story because what happened next was, well, you're going to have to listen to find out. Listen to X Marks the Spot, The Legend of Forrest Fenn, the first and only podcast to fully investigate the Forrest Fenn treasure hunt and enjoy never-before-heard interviews with the main players involved in-depth analysis of each clue in the poem, new insights regarding the finder and the location of the treasure, and so much more. Oh, my God, it's like present after present after present. X marks the spot. The legend of Forrest Fenn is available now wherever you get your podcasts. But if you go listen to that and somehow you're not listening to ours anymore, then, you know, screw Forrest Fenn. Cool story, by the way. I followed it, and it's uh, I, I love I love the story. Great, great, great story. Cavalry Audio. The path was marked by the stars from the southern hemisphere and the African sky. Ugh. Who is that? I have no I don't want to know. What do you mean? Uh, Paul uh, John Simon. Fogarty. You don't know Paul Simon? Like the Graceland album? Yeah, of course. That, I just don't know your version of it. That's uh, it's basically I sound identical to Paul Simon, so you should you should you should know. No, that would that if Paul Simon got into his guitar case and st- which he could probably fit into uh, and started singing, <laughs> yeah. it'd sound a lot like that. Oomba, 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 whoa! Flat? No, it wasn't flat. Yeah. Diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Your wife is flat. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I beg to differ. I beg to dicker. Uh, Cut that out, Margo. I think your wife legitimately has a crush on me. What do you think? I, I think she's fascinated by you. I think she's entertained by you, as I am. I mean, I, I think I have my own odd man crush on you only because you entertain me. I'm, I'm just, I'm in awe every time I see 
you from a distance mm-hmm. and and I'm totally amazed when I see you in person and I watch you interact and go about you know being in the world I, I it's it's a <laughs> It's, it, it is fascinating. It's fascinating. The best word I can come up with is fascinating. That's interesting. Like, what do you, what, I guess the question is what makes it fascinating just to see me sort of like, you know. The way you interact with other people, the way you, uh, the way you read, it, it surprises me that you are, uh, the reader that you are. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um, the way you understand, investments and economics much mm-hmm. more so than i do right and yet you're you're just kind of just right. kind of like, like a fool yeah you're just kind of right. like a saint bernard <laughs> flopping around through life <laughs> instead of a jug of whatever those things carry around in the alps you've got like a big bag of weed around your neck yeah yeah i know i i'm, I'm both happy and frustrated about that part of my personality you know i like these sort of free-spirited thing but i also wish i worked harder to make it all happen but you know yeah it comes with a price because everybody that i see in cabo or friends of ours that are mutual friends of ours are always like oh my god how's oliver he's such a great guy i love being around oliver everybody loves oliver oliver's like the Mm -hmm. fun party time dude but it also you know you you could stand to set an alarm or two yeah it takes its toll it's funny i've been I, i gotta stop drinking so much i'm drinking god how many times have you said that on this podcast alone i know to me on the phone or in cabo or i know and i don't know but yeah um i just are you gonna get your hair cut yeah i have to i'm starting work june 27th i go to albuquerque on the 20th and then they chop my salad and uh do they cut it they'll cut it yeah I mean, I'm not going to oh, cut okay. it. Do they make your beard just as scruffy as it was in season one? Yeah, we have a guard on on a shaver thing that we know is the guard for my beard. So, Oh, this is interesting. This is like a tour at Universal. So, uh, Yeah, so I go into the makeup trailer. I'll give you a little uh-huh. inside ball baseball here, Teddy ball game. Um, what's his name again? Coach ball game. Coach ball game. Yeah, CB. He listens to this, doesn't he? Hell yeah, he does. Shout out to ball game. Shout out to ball game. Um, yeah, so I get there and shave on a number one with this thing called a peanut, and I go up. So it's like, wah, 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 boom. We know we know it's up. Then I do hair and makeup. Once the hair's cut, don't have to cut that for like maybe two weeks. Maybe yeah, maybe two weeks. And then my beard doesn't get reshaved until every oh, we do it every other day. So this is this is fascinating. Yeah, so yeah, I, know, I know people are. Are, what, are, are you scared that uh, after your injections of whatever substance that was that you're gonna not be able to match up with last year? I know we talked about this last week, but I feel like we're getting down into the weeds. So. Mm-hmm. Do they know you got a some sort of laser facial thing? No, but it, uh, they, yeah, it doesn't matter. They 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 are allowed to know. They, they, there's going to be no difference. No one's going to be watching the show and be like, "Wow, Oliver's like less wrinkled," you know, or his complexion is I a little smoother than it was last season. No, it, it's just purely for me. It's my own vanity. You know, do you get recognized because of this show? Has anybody stopped you mm-hmm. anywhere in life and yeah. said, "Oh my God, I love you"? In the cleaning, oh lady. yeah, yeah, for sure, a lot. Well, that's good. No, it's good. I mean, I don't get stopped all the time. I mean, you get stopped more than I do. I, I but but yeah, people have said that they really dig the cleaning lady, which is great. Those are the ones that get get me excited. It's the cleaning lady, and then the podcast. You know, that's that's what sort of gives me a bone bone well we were just on our trip to napa and your name came up who brought it up and i gotta be honest i what natalie bring me up or trudy um i don't know i might have been talking about your podcast with aaron okay 
consciously coupled, unconsciously coupled. What's it? What is it? Yes. Unconsciously coupled. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You got to change that. Uh, but we, it came up. I know how it came up. We were at dinner and I'm on my phone, you know, mm-hmm. much to my wife's chagrin, and mm-hmm. I'm going through Instagram and I see some post that you put up. Now, it was your anniversary, so I'll give yeah. you that. Okay. But then it's like the same picture of you two when you're, you know, 20 years ago or whenever that was taken, mm-hmm. where you look like you're walking down to the Blue Lagoon. Right. And and now I'm like, if this fucking guy could one time promote our podcast, yeah. I, I'd fall out of this booth. And <laughs> Natalie's like, yeah, but that's not really what he's doing. He doesn't want his social media. He doesn't want his Instagram to be promotional strictly. It's mm-hmm. got to be more uh, like avant-garde. It's him singing, <laughs> making coffee, taking a dump, whatever the hell he's doing. He wants to be funny. He wants to be seen as the funny guy, not as somebody who's using social media just to promote shit. I'm like, yeah, okay, good. But if he can he bring anything other than himself to the dance? He's related to half of Hollywood. We haven't heard from Wyatt Russell. We haven't heard from Kurt, except when Eddie Vedder was on. We we did they get don't, Kate. We haven't heard from your mom. Yeah. We haven't heard from any of these people. And I'm begging, borrowing, and stealing to get other people on our podcast. And you're just sitting there. I'm like, okay, he could make up for some of that by one post to his million fucking followers that he did a stupid dance for just to promote our podcast that makes nothing. Meanwhile, he has this woman who I don't know and don't like at all, selling stuff for <laughs> consciously, unconsciously coupled, and and she doesn't want to work on art. Th- okay, great, got it. But make a post because it takes nothing other than you just sliding something over and hitting send. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Uh, fair. All fair. Nat has a good point. Um, here's there, There's a few issues. Um. The issues are sometimes days of promotion, meaning like I have too many things and, and I can't promote two podcasts on the same day, you know? Yeah. So okay. sometimes I have to slide into stories, put one in a story and then maybe one in a thing. And then I get lazy and, and forget and, and don't do anything, you know? Um, right. Which fu- goes back to the first part of our conversation, exactly. which is... Yeah. Everybody's fun time Ollie has got to like right. stiffen up every once in a while and make a post because it would benefit him somehow in the long run. And and to be straight up, like I I am discouraged about the sort of monetary aspect of our podcast, meaning I love being with you and talking with you. And every time it feels like, oh, we got to make a time to do it each week, and we make jokes like, how about never a clock? You know what I mean? Any, yeah, that was every your time- joke, which I, I was I, I looked for on my on my watch, and I found you found so it. Let's yeah, yeah. do it. No, I, but, next but, week let's record at never a clock. <laughs> but I will say this: every time you pop up on screen and it's Josh and Margot, I, I get excited and, and I'm excited to do it. You know what I mean? And I have fun talking to you, and it's it's very easy, and I I do love it. You know. So if our podcast, so, and again, I'm sure listeners are tired of hearing about us whine that this no, is I know. not a. I, but but hold on. But, but if it was more uh, lucrative, sure, you would you would feel more compulsion Compelled, to, to put doubt. something up. Not even if it was more lucrative. Meaning we've been doing this for a million years. I feel like put posting something on on daddy issues isn't moving any kind of needle. The whole idea of this is to get people to listen. And and I've been posting prior, and and it's like, well, we're not making any money, and I still don't understand. Why? I, I really right, don't. But I'm glad that in our Zoom right now, Margot's uh, section of it is <laughs> just her name because I'm sure there's one single solitary tear trickling down her cheek. Oh, for sure. You know, and, and I, it is not – Margot is the great. You know, she's her producer and she makes it all – she is the engine in this jalopy. This is the little engine that can't. Right. We're basically podcast. driving a pacer and she's the engine of our pacer. Right. You this know. and she's she just put up the emoji of one tear coming down the cheek. Yes. This if we, if our podcast were a nursery school book, mm-hmm. it would be the little engine that eh, probably can't. <laughs> so it would be chug 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 chug. 
Oh, yeah. Back down backward and then smashing yeah. into something and going into a million pieces. That is our podcast. Yes. And we should rename our podcast The Little Engine That Can't. I like it. Or The Little Engine That... Uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we should just name our podcast, Hey, welcome to the latest edition of... <laughs> It's like Debbie Downer. Yeah. God. Our podcast, the title is just a sound. It's just like a foghorn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, how we can make that happen, but hey, look. But 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 just to just to just to finish this. And me being honest about it, it is discouraging in, in a sense, you know, and I know it is for you too, um, that we should be bringing something in and it feels like, I, I don't know, and I'm not trying to knock anybody here, but like, I don't know what's happening. Who's doing, I, we have no real advertising, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. And I love talking to you. And again, we're pro bono, you know what I mean? It's po- that's that's what we should name our podcast. Just pro bono, right? That's funny, right. actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, the bono that was rarely on the Sunny and Cher show, but there was he has a he had a brother named Pro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that's uh, a good idea. Pro bono, uh, yeah, that should be our podcast. Yeah, pro bono with Ollie and Joe. Yeah, that's good. Um, um yeah, anyway. Okay, well, Anyway, Margo's doing all she can. Uh, Josh isn't doing shit. No, no, Josh doesn't do anything. I mean, he no, no, he he takes all the bad stuff out of the podcast. I call him in the middle of the night. He's there for us. He's he's putting these things in. The biggest thing Josh ever did was the episode we did. With all of the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. That's no, when Josh stretched his legs. He did. Basically, Josh just has his birds cutting our show at this point. Right. That's what it's, This is called uh, parrot shit with Joe and Oliver. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Acidic parrot shit. <laughs> oh, God. God. They pack it apart. They pack it apart. There it is. There it is. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So before we hopped on here, yeah. you know, you gave me an extra 10 minutes because your neck hurts. Yeah. It's and I called a reporter back that was calling me from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch about the 20th anniversary of my dad's death, which mm. is fastly approaching. Uh and, and I, for the life of me, I, I'm not exactly sure what day in the month of June it was. I think it's the 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've never been one to celebrate and or remember people's death date. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. Did you I, even no, know it was the 20th? I mean, did you, were no, you even aware of that? No. Yeah. No, I, I don't think like that. So yeah. I... So when he called me, he's like, hey, can you believe it's been 20 years since your dad died? I was like, no, I can't. I mean, in some ways, it seems like it was 50 years ago. And in other ways, it seems like it was yesterday because everybody tells me a story a day around St. Louis at Starbucks about my dad. Mm -hmm. And I dream about him like five nights a week. 
So he doesn't feel like he's been gone that long on one hand. On the other hand, that's a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. That was died in 02. I mean, there was my whole life was different in 02. Trudy was my youngest child. She was three. So not even three, about to turn three. So um yeah, it's hard and and I it's funny, I didn't know you then, obviously, at all. And what you may not know about what happened when my dad died. So he was in the hospital for seven months in intensive care, went in for lung cancer, but also had diabetes and Parkinson's and all these other things that he had going on. And he got an infection and more than the cancer, because they took the cancer out, they lopped off that bit of his lung. Mm -hmm. That was fine, but he got infection. And because he had these other things going on, like diabetes is a bitch with infection Mm -hmm. and and Parkinson's trying to get off a ventilator, he never got out. So he was in there for seven months. And I I went there every day for seven months, unless I was out of town. I, it was, you know, 10 minutes from my house. So I would go in there and sit and it was, it's hard watching somebody deteriorate for seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, and had all these conversations and we've talked about some of those conversations, but then he passed away. And when he died almost 20 years ago to when this came out, I then switched modes and I, I called the guy that I talked to today, the reporter from the St. Louis post-dispatch Dan Caesar I called X Radio when I got home, and I did an interview with the overnight guy, John Carney, who now works with my sister at another radio station. And I, I did an interview about my dad's life and, and talked about him, and we took calls and all that. And then two days later, I'm emceeing an event at Bush Stadium as he lied or laid in state, basically. And people are filing past his casket and, you know, we've got mm-hmm. speakers, got, you know, Costas was in town and a player or two, La Russa was there, and and I'm at Bush Stadium, and I'm the MC of mm-hmm. my dad's memorial Jeez. service. And then the next day is his funeral, and I have to give the eulogy, so now I have to do that in a church. And I followed my half-sister, Christine, and she gave this great eulogy and I was sitting there thinking like how am I going to start this because I I couldn't even write it I I was so burned out by then Mm -hmm. I I waited till the last minute the night before and my first line when I got up there after my sister spoke was you know it's a bad feeling when you're sitting in a church and you're about to give a eulogy for your dad and you realize the eulogy you're following is way better than the one you're about to deliver Mm -hmm. and that's that's hers was so good Mm -hmm. I was like I can't even match that it was so well thought out and and so the point of all this is he dies. He and I were extremely close, but I never cried. Mm. Not one time. I, I cried. Actually, that's not true. I cried one time when I went, and maybe we've talked about this before, maybe not. I've done a million podcasts. Yeah. Not just ours. Um, but I went to visit my grandma, my mom's mom, who was really close with us. That's the only time I broke down crying, but she was sick. And I think I was more sad about her being sick, thinking I'm about to lose my dad and my grandma. But I, I never cried. I, I still don't. And it, yeah. it kind of blows Michelle away that she just lost her dad. As we speak, she's going through her dad's old house and trying mm-hmm. to find bank account statements and, you know, anything he's buried and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he's got in his house, they, they're flying blind on that. But she's been an emotional wreck about it. And I never cried one time about my dad dying. It's just odd. Yeah. That is crazy. I do. I did know that you hadn't cried. I, I didn't know that you had cried one time with your grandmother, or not your grandmother, with whoever. Yeah, with my grandma. Yeah, so I did, I, you know, right, whatever. Right. I, it's I, I just didn't know that. Funny I, how twenty years late, twenty years. That's like wow. Maybe it, it's time it, to cry. Yeah, but I mean, how do you do that? You just get this. This like you know Vicks vapor rub stuff and just put it in the corners of your eyes. In my eyes, yeah. Put it in your eyes and then not just, under my nose, not on my chest. No. When you were a kid and you were sick, did your mom put Vicks oh, yeah. on your chest? Oh, oh, that that smell is so nostalgic to me. It's crazy. But then my mom would tape a washcloth on right. it, <laughs> which is such an old school move with yeah. like bot with uh, safety pins. Yeah. 
And so that uh, that that started another fight one time when I, when I was w- rubbing on Wild, Wyatt's chest, and she's like, "Now are you going to put a washcloth on?" I'm like, "No, you didn't need to put a fucking washcloth <laughs> on this thing when I was <laughs> five either." <laughs> with safety pins that I was always scared were going to unhook I and know, jab and me in the chest you. as I'm sleeping. I know, totally. Yeah, I remember that Vic stuff very well. I didn't do the washcloth. It was just put on my chest and sort of neck area. Yeah. Yeah. And then they made you walk outside in Aspen and walk around mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. had the croup. But maybe this is what you do. You just put a little Vicks vape rubs in the corner of your eyes and then just start the tears and just be like, Dad, and just say Dad a few times. And then, boom, you did it. Do it in front of Michelle so she thinks I'm actually losing it. Yeah, or you time it to where she's just hearing you having a private moment. You know, and then she walks in yeah. on you and you're just bawling and she comforts you and then and you're like, I just it's finally all come out and she's like, Oh baby, I'm so sorry and then you slowly <laughs> kiss her and you know, you need you know, it's one of those moments where you just need someone close and, and then it gets passionate. Except it's all fake. Right, right, right. This is not real. And then you're just basically duping her into making love with you by crying about your father. Oh, so okay. Yeah, I didn't so then see you see that coming. Yeah, because then then it's like you get you know she's in your face and she goes, "I'm so sorry, baby," and and then and you're like, "No, I'm okay, I'm okay." And then you like kiss, give her a little kiss and you hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of those scenes where it just starts to get a little hot and heavy, you know, because you need to re- you need to you need something else. You you, you need to release, you know, because you've got all this pain. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm even sickened by that. <laughs> Like I'm picturing my daughters going, ugh, listening to this, but even I'm sickened by the idea. Like I, it's, it makes me uncomfortable. Were you picturing it when I was saying it? Visualizing. Well, I mean, you're yeah, you're such a wordsmith. You're so talented with words that I, I yes, I was I was there for a moment, and I I I, I hit the eject button. Right. I just didn't want to be there anymore. Right. Do you think you will be? emotional when Mm. your dad does i do i do um i don't know but i do i do think so i mean it'll probably be a mix of everything you know of like regret and uh you know there's probably a lot that's going to go into it but yeah i think so i think i will be if that's the case then why don't you do something about your relationship now like actually force a meeting i know I don't know. It's a good question. And we, as everyone who's listened to this knows that we've texted and, you know, it just never gets to the point of seeing each other, even though we're so close. Um, and it's probably, I'm the one who needs to take control of it all. And, and I just don't. Which is sad to say, but yes, you do. And it's not like he lives in Wisconsin. He lives in Malibu. No, he lives so he's 15 minutes away, you know? Yeah. So come on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I started a text thread with my uncles, my dad, my cousins, because um, I think my dad and his two brothers reconciled. There's a picture of them that was sent to me, and it's like the lunch. Black Crows. Yeah, it is like the Black Crows. They're back. I just saw them actually at the Troubadour. Amazing. Were they hard to handle? They were. <laughs> They were. They were very hard to handle. But, you know, I remedied that. Okay. Um, so she, Sarah, my cousin, hit me up with this picture. I was like, oh, my God, they, they, they're back together. And so we created a text chain, and everyone responded but my dad. But I think that's because he, he has a phone that is from, you know, maybe the late 90s, at best, early 2000s. It's like a serious flip phone. It's like a burner phone, basically. Right. I, I'm not sure he so can So you even, didn't even get, like, new phone, who no, this? No, he, he got an iPhone once and, and could not deal with it or figure it out and, like, threw it away and went back to the a burner phone. So there's a good chance he didn't get these this text thread because he's not a part of new technology. Um. But I do. I I should probably shoot him a text. Yeah, or fucking call him. Would it kill you to call him? I do. I call. I call him. You know. 
But if he can't tax or doesn't want to tax or is tapping out 50 buttons to say, I miss you, son, let's get together. (laughs) I know, it's true. Wouldn't it be easier for him to just say it? Yes, yeah. I've tried to call him, you know, and it just rings through. But, no, it's true. I mean, the the fact that he's – he takes him six hours to get a a text through, but he's got, like, you know, number one is ABC, so it's gank, 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 you know, and then it's (laughs) the. (laughs) Well, Margo has just uh, volunteered to be the middle person to get this Mm -hmm. going just for the sake of our – our pro bono podcast. I know. Well, I mean, honestly, he would 100% be a guest. He would, he would do it in a heartbeat. I just have to corner him and, you know, I'd have to get the tech to him. I'd probably be in the room with him with, an, with another mic, you know, cause there's no world where he's going to figure it out. Even though he does have his own studio and knows how to, you know, work a mixing board. Well, but, since this is called daddy issues, yeah. I think our last ditch effort on this thing Mm-hmm is to have you do that and we interview your dad about mm-hmm. his faults and mm-hmm. his reasons mm-hmm. and then it becomes entertainment tonight yeah. and new york post and right it's everywhere oliver hudson grills his father yes. on his own podcast about why he left the family yeah that's it if anything's ever going to work to get people to listen to this thing, yeah, that's it. That's I, it. I, I agree. I, I agree. And going back to the thing, that, yeah, we the, the issue is is that we could even have a lot of people listening to us. I, I, I am discouraged that we'd even find money anywhere. The truth is our numbers, the people who listen to us, we have decent downloads, you know, and, and we should be making some money. That's just the way it is. Again, with, with Unconsciously Coupled, we have zero. We, we, we didn't have any downloads and we, we were making money. We need an advocate. We need someone who is going to be selling our ads and pushing for us and giving us the opportunity to convert on some of these brands. Which podcast will last longer as we sit here on this, the 15th of June? This will never my die. Sister's birthday, my sister's birthday oh, turns birthday. 50 today. Yeah, frightening when your younger sister turns fifty. I know it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying, which one goes further on the calendar? This one or unconsciously coupled? Well, I feel like you and I are going to be in our 80s doing this just because. You know what I mean? I think this is going to last for forever and ever and ever. <laughs> but I don't want it to. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, it's weird. It's it's. I love it. I love talking to you. And, and but at the same time, it, there has to be some. It ha- some shit has to go down. You know what I mean? Like we got to figure this out. You know, we got to talk to our peeps and be like, look, you guys, it's crazy. You know. If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We beg you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So is this is this our you know you and I haven't talked about but prior to getting on this podcast today except we did text yesterday when you were at your son's eighth grade graduation yeah that was that was interesting you know it was a, and you were in a gigantic sombrero and yeah. you gave me a picture of the entire <laughs> stage and I had to pick out your son I didn't see that part of the picture initially where uh, Wilder was there so yeah. I I found him easily I mean it's big old floppy head of hair yeah. And, yeah. It was easy to spot. It's funny because obviously he knows me so well. I'm his father, and he knows that I fuck with them incessantly. And uh, 
he he his line gets up to be called and it's you know they're doing all the names alphabetically and he's about three third from being called and he looks over at me and he just starts shaking his head like this he's like don't do it because i did have something planned you know to just because i have no shame and everyone's like golf clapping you know for the kids and i was gonna just go nuts and yeah he he knew it as you should yeah and he looks over at me he shakes his head like don't do it because you know he's (laughs) now you take that as a challenge i did not i respected him because i'm trying to i'm trying to sort of earn his trust you know i think a lot i get nervous that sometimes i mess with him so much and embarrass him and you know that that he doesn't tell me things that That he's gonna run away yeah yeah right and 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 i I gave him a little bit i I was just like i love you or whatever but i was gonna do much more than that you know what was at at your at your most grandiose Mm -hmm. planning Mm -hmm. mentally yeah what 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 would you what what's the biggest thing you thought about maybe doing? well i was gonna say wilder i was like you know i love you and you know something and and and, and then um i was just gonna scream out i'm proud of you like you barely made it or something like that <laughs> <laughs> can i just say good editing yourself good uh, self-edit i know i know i know um, but when he, <clears throat> I dropped nobody him off. in your family saw this day coming, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, I, when I drop him off, he walks and then crosses a crosswalk like in front of me usually, and I just I let them both have it. And his That's friends, what- when, whenever I see his friends too, I let them all have it. But uh, my go-to is is like diaper. I'm like Wilder. Like remember, I put your diaper in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not looking at me like, Wilder, look at me. I just acknowledge it. It, You know, you're wearing yours now, but if at lunch you need a new one, the diaper is in your backpack. And the crossing guards are, they're laughing their asses off every time. That's all. I used to do that to my sister because I'm three years older than her. So I'd drive her to school at a place where, you know, she got picked on and she was, you know, never all that confident. And when we would go around the circle around the flag, I would, eh, eh, eh. Julie Buck, ladies, Julie Buck is in the big Monday, folks. Big Monday, Julie's every day. It's amazing, and she just oh, wanted to kill me. Oh yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm tight with a couple of Wilder's friends, like really tight. So when I see Dylan like walking, and you know, I'll do the same thing with him. You got friends, Dylan and Wilder. Yeah, Dylan Wilder, Ben um, Balt is one of his boys. Balt, yeah, like Baltazar, but Balt. Quinn, so Ollie, kid named Oliver, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebby. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, man. I love screwing with the kids like that. He's like brings me such joy. It just makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, he's like, gonna be in therapy for decades because <laughs> of this. Yeah, or. Or he's going to respect it and love it and do it himself. You know what I mean? Oh, he will. Yeah, he yeah. will. He will for sure. And that's I, – I, you're right about filtering my – you know, filtering myself there and not saying that because it would have been – that would have been bad Yeah, at the graduation yeah. being like you barely made it and, yeah. So I'm – Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy it all went down the way it did. <laughs> So I started to say before we got off yeah. on this cul-de-sac that uh, is this our way of saying, you know, mm. if shit doesn't change, mm-hmm. we may be nearing the end of yeah. our run as, as I daddies guess. with issues. We just have to. The thing is, we because do this you all. have podcasts coming out of your ass. Every time you turn around, you're well, doing a podcast. It's really two, meaning... I've got unconsciously coupled, and I've got this. The one with Kate, uh, sibling revelry is, is we're doing it in seasons now. So we we did eight, we did ten shows, and that la- that launched, and now we're accumulating more. Um, actually, we talked to this amazing woman yesterday, and won't get into the whole thing, but she's ninety seven years old. Her name is Edith Eager, and she's a Holocaust survivor from Auschwitz, 
And I, she's one of the most incredible people I've ever talked to and met and her spirit and her wow. stories and what she went through and her parents, you know, being killed the first day they were there. And it's just, it was so gnarly. Um, oh. Anyway, my point is, is that I don't, that's not there. Unconsciously coupled is, but it's easy. It doesn't take a lot of time. You know, we do it in bed. You know, we're in bed at night and just like light one up and go to work. Hey, babe. I can just hear. I, I Hey, babe. And you're getting, <laughs> I, I know your your little verbal crutches the whole time. It's going to be like, I mean, you know what I mean? You and then I mean? she's going to do hers. And then it's, oh, well, yeah. Why okay, don't babe. you listen to it? I no fucking way. Well, I listen to that. What do you mean? I watch you on TV. I've never listened. Yeah, okay. I watch you on TV. I've no, never listened to your sister's <laughs> podcast with you, and I sure as hell I'm not going to listen to you and Aaron going on and on and on. Well, and you know it's uh, you know it's you know it's so sad for you. Then is you know you're going to hate it when you and Michelle are on our podcast because we've talked about you guys being our first actual guests. So. Well, that's fine. That's okay. a different category. I'm happy to come on and and waste more time in front of this computer for another podcast. <laughs> I did another. I did somebody else's podcast today. I know. I'm doing Brian Baumgartner's podcast. Are uh, you on Friday? Yes. Jesus, tell him to give him give you some of that cameo money. Is he killing it on cameo? Oh, dude, he he, he makes like three million dollars a year. By being the guy from the office, yes, and just his life is cameo. You should flip, flip the pizza on him and 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 ask him about that. It's crazy. I mean, he he makes so much money. It's stupid. Um, okay, no, but but you're you're a generous man. Like you you can't say no, which is probably an issue. Like we could dive into with a psychologist and it is. I really figure it. out why you are like that. Guilt. Guilt. But where does that guilt come from? From being my dad's kid, getting into the same business and feeling like all these doors were flung open for me, and now if somebody needs my help, mm-hmm. of course I, I'm right. there to I'm there to help. So you need me as a guest? Yes. Yeah. Let me cram it into my life and be bitter about it and be mad. <laughs> I'll give you my best when I'm sitting here, yeah. but I'm pissed off when I wake up in the morning, and I'm yeah. pissed off right before I do it, and I'm pissed off when I hang up. But while I'm on. I'm going to give you everything I got. Yeah. Unlike one guest that you and I have had, who was yeah. a yeah. somebody that I was really excited Me to have, too. And was an absolute F plus. Yeah, that was so weird. That's that was such a disappointment. I know, I know. Well, do we start? Do, do we do we go back to some guests? I mean. Those pop-ins were fun, and we can keep those going. And, and, and honestly, to touch on your rant at the beginning of this podcast, you know, which was really good and beautifully worded, I will say that you are way more popular and have way more relationships than I do. Yes, I have my family. Kurt will never do it. Wyatt will not, won't do it. You know what I mean? Those two are out. They're, they're just private people, and it's not their thing. My mom, I can get to come on easy. She will come on and, and do something. Kate did. You know, who else do I have? I don't know anybody. You know everybody because you do barter. You you do things for people, and then they owe you an exchange and vice versa. Right. I've, I've helped Martin Short with an issue. Right. But I feel bad about asking Martin Short right. to come on. Yeah, as you should. Like, okay, whatever. Well, I, I feel like he's busy, and he's going to feel compelled to do it because <laughs> I did something for him. And I, I want to know what, it doesn't what work issue both ways. you helped <laughs> Martin Short with, we don't have to talk about it, but that just sounds interesting. Marty calls you, he's like, Joe, I've got an issue that I need your help with. Yeah, it's exactly what happened. Huh. Yeah. And Marty's- I, I <clears throat> and it, it went on over a period of a couple of years. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. I like that. Uh, Marty's the yeah. best guy in the world. I mean, I anything that guy does, yeah. I'm in. He's Any, anything best. he does on TV, movie, whatever. Yeah, um, he's been friends with our family for a long, long, long time. It's my mother's, like, Kurt's best, best friend. And Wyatt and Ollie, his kid, are best friends. And so he's, like, a really – Uncle Marty, we call him Uncle Marty. He's just one of the great human beings. I mean, just Well, I got to sit person. with him at, at that thing that I did for your mom when I emceed that event oh, right. at that crazy house in Beverly Hills. I think or that was Ron Burkle's house. Was it Burkle's house? Yeah. Yeah. You were, we were there, fr- Kate. Yeah. We were friends, but not like we are now. Isn't that funny? I know. Yeah. I know. Had I, if I could go back in time 
I would center everything I said that night around you. <laughs> and how much a mind up program would have helped a troubled student like Oliver Hudson. That would have been a good bit. That would have been funny. Right. I, I want you all to look at table four. There's should, a man there who, when he was a child, needed the Mind Up program more than anybody else in the history of time. Needed mm-hmm. a mind, a little time out to relax and gather his thoughts and maybe do a little yoga and think about things before they go into calculus. And I'm talking about the one and only Oliver Hudson right there. And sure, Goldie's a little disappointed and embarrassed of him, but he's there and, and he could have used this kind of help. So you're doing good things, people. Right. And then you bring me up on stage. Why don't you come up here and have and tell him how you and I'm, I just be like start just, just, just an idiot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know that was uh, that was a fun night. That was a fun night. Again, that's you just being a good man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. Uh, Rashida Jones, you know her. She's your quote unquote BFF. Get her on here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Rashida. But you won't. You won't. You'll get her on unconsciously coupled and or sibling revelry. <laughs> no, you won't. Way before you'll get her on daddy issues. Her dad is Quincy Jones, for God's sake. I mean, what a, what a layup. Yeah. I yeah. think I've asked her. You know, I definitely asked her for uh, for sibling revelry a while, while back when we started, and she said no nicely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But maybe, you know, maybe. Okay. I mean, but I'm a fan of hers. She was amazing. in uh, I she's Love You, great. Man, with Rudd. She was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, she's great. She's a good human. Okay, we could we could work on that, you know. Um I don't know. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not much going on with him. No. Hey, Phil, I'll go through Meldman. Can you get me Phil for the daddy <laughs> issues podcast? Let's see. <laughs> we'll record Friday during the U S open. Yeah. Before he shoves off to another live tour event. So I think the live, I think it's a three year deal. Oh yeah, I didn't. I forgot to ask people about that. I, I heard it's a three-year deal. So within three years, these people, like Dustin Johnson's making one hundred twenty-five million dollars for three years. Yeah. So um, Bryson, I played golf with a kid yeah two days ago, who he says is really really good friends with Deschambeau, like they're homies, I guess. And um, he said that it's a three-year deal, and then Bryson got seventy-five million, like up front, boom, right then. That's what I heard. And then the rest is all guaranteed. All guaranteed money. It's just going to be parceled out. But the initial hit was seventy-five million. I don't know. I've been thinking more and more about it since we talked about it last week. I, I just, I, I, unless I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And and there are plenty of professional tour players that are struggling sure. to make to make cuts to make the top whatever it is that gets their card automatically top one twenty five whatever it is. And you're dead in the water. I mean, I get it for those guys, mm-hmm. but for the DJs of the world and whatever, I know yeah. it's a massive check. But I I just with what it comes with, I, my answer is no. Yeah. But I guess someone like DJ really doesn't care about what it comes How with. How can you not care? Because you don't care about your legacy. You don't care no. about I mean You I don't. don't. Okay. All right. You know, I mean he doesn't. You don't. And and it's just so much like, money. To me it makes more sense, and I guess you're you can't have it both ways, but it makes more sense for Pat Perez, mm-hmm. who's our mutual friend. Yeah. To do it because he's 46 years old yeah. and he's, you know, hanging on. Yes. Which he'd be the first to say that. And yeah. now he got a guaranteed chunk of money, the likes of which he's not going to make. I understand that. That's what you, I, I love guess. about Pat. Like when I watched some of the live tour and they had Pat on, like make his announcement. And it was a Zoom call from his home or whatever. And that's why I love Pat so much. It's like he, he was just straight up. He's like, look, you know, like. 
it's money. I need the money. I got my family. You know, it's going to it's going to afford me freedom to be with them. You know, I'm set now. He's like, I'm set. I'm good. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's just very open and upfront rather than like, we're going to go grow the game of golf, you know, through a three round uh, shotgun start. I'm like, that's not golf. That's with no, no cut. I, I don't, I don't, no, I don't like that end of it at all. There's no I, cut. I don't like, I mean, it, it, the whole thing there's is no crazy. cut. The guy who finished in last place made 120 grand mm-hmm. dead last. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's cool to watch a guy like, like Henny, you know, Duplessis, Youngman. you know, who has $700,000 in career earnings all of a sudden finished second and then won part of his team and won 3.6 million bucks or whatever it was. I mean, I get it's just so silly. I, I mean, I'm, so I'm, I'm happy for him. It's life changing. You know what I mean? Um, but it's not real golf. And that's what John Rahm was even saying today at his press conference for the U.S. Open. He's like, 54 holes, shotgun start, no cuts. He's like, that's not golf. That's not a yeah, real that, golf. That's just not, as a fan of golf, that's not appealing to me. No, no. But the money thing, you know, I get it. It's, it's funny because I was, um, Wyatt and I have a mutual friend who's in the golf world, and, and he, he texted Wyatt about the potential pro-am situation of this Live Golf Tour. Um, I don't know if we talked about whether you'd go or not. Or I, did we talk about that last podcast? I don't think so. No, but I, I would not. Of course not, right? But he is saying that this guy is saying that, you know, there's potentially like two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 to go play a fucking pro-am, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy time. I mean, it's like we are overpaying to get into the club and just kind of whitewashing everything that's happened. Yeah, and papering everything over with money. I, I, I just, yuck. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I know. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And, to and each if, his or her own. Well, if I, it I'm, wasn't, I'm what if it was France, you know, who was fronting up the money or Great Britain and it wasn't Saudis? Do you think it Completely would be a whole different, different story? Game? Right. Completely different to me. But... Yeah. Um, all right. I I have to run. My our okay. my help uh, leaves in four minutes. So right, go, baby. Uh, I'm going to say, God Avita bless thing. you. Godspeed. Way to do. Way to uh, edit yourself and not embarrass Wilder at graduation. I'm Thank proud you. Of you. Um, real quick, am I going to see you anytime soon? Like, what do you have any? What's your deal? Are you just in St. Louis? Yeah, but I'm coming out there for that member guest. But oh, you're going to be in, in Albuquerque. All right, baby. Okay. Uh, All right. Bye, Josh. Bye, Marge. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Buck, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.